Hey Miss, the podcast. This is Mary. And Dee Dee. And today we're talking to you about reports. Uh, it's that time again. It's, it's just that, that joyous time of year. When... Which is why we thought we'd do this episode because yeah. new reports are like just... I'm the not, worst. Yeah, they're not the most fun, I have to say. No, somehow like, you know, even when I'm super organized and like, yeah. you know... I've got my diary and all my due dates set. Somehow there's always something that happens. And there's always that one student who's that you're waiting on. Anyway, we'll get to that in a second. Um, are you reading anything interesting? Um, well, I've stopped having to read Research Project because that's now over for the next week. <laughs> um, but I've had so much marking that I haven't had time to do anything. The, the only fun thing that I've done this is... Uh, watched the last two episodes of Stranger Things. So. I still can't get into that show. And you'd think it would be right up my alley, mm, but... It's not for everyone. I just... I got to the bit in the first season where they find the magic tree thing that's like a portal to a... I don't really know what it does because I didn't get past it, but I was like, you know what? I'm out. <laughs> that's... It's too much for me. I had a student say, you should skip the first two seasons <laughs> and pick it up in season three because then it gets real interesting because they're a bit older, but I feel like I would be confused. Yeah. It's confusing. We have just finished the third season of The Boys. Oh, nice. Which is, um, it also has Jensen Ackles in it from yeah. Supernatural. Yeah. And he is the only reason I started watching that show because I knew he was going to be in season three. And I adore him. He also seems like a genuinely lovely human being. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, oh, well, he's going to be in it. Oh, no, it's season three. I better watch the first two seasons. There's only eight episodes per season so it was like I thought oh it won't take that long but the episodes go for an hour or just over an hour and they're pretty intense but they're fun it's like what would superheroes be like really so like not like Captain America who's so boring by the way yeah my least favorite so controversial opinion I'm like he's so boring he's so nice yeah um but it was like okay if you had uh, so the main character is like Homelander and he's based on like Superman. If you could fly and cut people in half with your laser beam eyes and, you know, uh, strong and basically no one can really hurt you, would you be this super nice person or would you be a narcissistic sociopath? And that's kind of like the premise of mm. the show. So all of the superheroes are kind of assholes. Like, yeah. Which you would imagine would be... And they, it's really funny because the dude who was involved in the first four or five seasons of Supernatural wrote The Boys. And so, I don't know if you've seen Supernatural, but there's that character called Bobby Singer. And he, that guy who plays Bobby Singer, is in The Boys playing a character called Robert Singer. <laughs> who's oh, who's running that. for president and he's kind of like the Donald Trumpy person. Excellent. Like, uh, let's make superheroes great again, let's make America great again, kind of really obvious rebuff. But there's so many little like, so I was like, oh yeah, I better watch it. In the first episode, I was like, holy crap, it's so violent, it's so gory, but it's really interesting to watch. So we've, we went through like the first two seasons and we had to wait for season three to start 
And I think there's one episode left to go. I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna go back through and rewatch in the holidays because I'm actually gonna have time and I'm not gonna have to do any marking or anything and I've already planned everything for next semester. Yeah. So I'm all set. Um so I'm actually gonna have holidays. Yeah. Um so I'm going to go back through and rewatch some stuff and the boys is on my list. I started watching One Piece, which has like a thousand episodes. So I'm only on like episode 12 I'm like oh god I think I'm my mistake But it's really catchy Like the one piece doo, 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 It's like so fun So I'm enjoying it so far I probably won't watch it I'll probably get bored like 50 episodes in But <laughs> I'm reading I just bought Macbeth Because I haven't read Macbeth since like I don't know since I was in year 11 and 12 And that's when I'm teaching next that's Literally semester. one of the tabs that I have up is Oh really? Me creating yeah. a new booklet for Macbeth Oh my god, I'll steal it up when you finish. Um, well, I was just like, okay, well, I need to reread it because I haven't read it for ages. So that's in my list. But I just started reading this book called Realm Breaker. Her name is like Victoria Avedane. It's like A B E Y D A N. She wrote um, the Red Queen series, which I had started reading, and I didn't realize it was the same person. So I, she's got a second book out. This new series is called. Cool. Nightbreaker or something I don't know and I was like oh it's really interesting the lady was like do you know this is the second book in the series I was like oh I get the first one so now I have the two books plus Macbeth to read and I know that I should have read Macbeth first but I did definitely did not <laughs> I did I was like ah oh, we're fine it's also not long I have I know once I start reading I just need to reread it to make notes for myself yeah so the task is organized I just need to be like these are the bits that I really need to suss out with the kids and like re-familiarize myself with it. so it's not really reading for fun Although I do, I do like Sir Shakespeare. Shakespeare, 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 Shakespeare love. Um, yeah, I I'm creating like resources for that. I'm like just revamping my unit because you know sometimes we just need to do a refresh. Yeah, bored. Yeah, yeah, the refresh. Um, so it is well. Report writing time starts well before reports come out, which is I think another thing that people who are not teachers don't yeah realize because. All of the admin that goes towards a report is quite full on. It obviously depends on your school system, but you are obviously marking throughout the semester or the term. And we'll talk about like timelines and stuff in a second, but you have to mark. And then if a kid fails or doesn't pass or doesn't submit, you obviously send everything home. So one of the rules of a report is basically no parent or student should ever be shocked by the grade they get. Yeah. Somehow that still happens. What do you mean I failed? We didn't turn in a piece of work all semester. Oh, so I fail? Yeah. Shockingly. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Not everyone gets a first place. There's no uh, every player gets a prize. Yeah, there's like, none yeah. of that. It's so funny, especially in senior school. Like, yeah. I- I've never been the type of person who handles something and you'll definitely get a pass. Like, if you hand it in as a piece of poo, I'm still going to fail you. Like, yeah. there's, that's why we have standards and stuff, which we'll also talk about later. But... Um, yeah, there's no you hands it in, you get a seat. But I feel like in middle school, some people do that a little bit, which yeah. I feel like doesn't help them when you, no. they get over to us in the senior school where, okay, um, in year 10, so we do the PLP in year 10. Mm. That's a safe subject. You can't just, oh, you tried, you get a seat. No, you've actually got to do each component and you need yeah. to be getting a passing grade in every component. Otherwise, you just don't pass. Yeah. So it's the same sort of thing with research project. They have to do research project. They have to get the seat. Otherwise, there's no point. They won't get, they like can't get NATAR. They can't get anything. Yeah. So there's no point in being in year 12. So, so yeah. there are some specific rules that are like legal requirements from the government, education department. 
um, the education minister, I suppose. Technically, he's supposedly in charge. Mm. <laughs> Depends if they actually are teachers or not. That's what I find hilarious. Yeah. You're the education minister, but you're not a teacher. You don't have a teaching degree. How yeah. are you? Anyway, that's not the point. That's a different, different subject. Um, but you have to uh, have at least two reports a year to inform parents about their child's progress. Um, a lot of schools will do two a year for like say middle school or primary school. To be honest, like well, neither of us teach primary school, so I can't really give you any information about that, but I assume it would be the same. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a lot of schools do extra like little progress mini reports progress reports at the end of each term. Yeah. Especially for say year 11s and definitely year 12s. Yeah. Because especially in year 12, the last thing you want is the like, oh, your kid's getting like a C minus and they need to get an A in every subject to get into their uni preference or something. So, but at least twice. Yeah. Um, they need to be easy to understand. Mm. And I think that's something really interesting because I know in my time, I've seen a lot of different report formats yeah. because schools are trying to, to really nail this, but like... It's so hard to it's, do. It's so interesting because they, they want us to use language in our in like comments on assignments that parents will understand, yeah. but at the same time, it kind of needs to mirror... What it says on the whatever standard you're marking yeah. to. Yeah. And so, yeah, the easy to understand part is... Think something that some schools do well and others not so much but it tends to be like some like there tends to be a scale yeah. um in terms of like the kids general like behavior approach to the subject all that sort of stuff so they'll get a bit of a like a scale grade for that and then there is you know the grade for the actual subject and it might be split up into different components in terms of like say for english responding to text creating text etc i was going to say we'll probably stick quite closely to english slash humanities because that's obviously what we're the um most well versed in so a lot of our examples will be english related but yeah the language is quite it's interesting because yeah you've got to make it easy for the parents to understand but when you look at and that's what i'm getting up on my phone at the moment at the same time where you look at the standards that get given to the teachers and it's actually quite um there's a lot of room for interpretation which is not good you don't want the standards to be that subjective and they also like are very specific to like uh, if you don't have a teaching degree, you might you're not going to understand what's happening. So when you were trying yeah. to, um, there's a lot of language and meta language that is like yeah. So yeah. I'll give you I'll give you a brief a description. Extra. So I'll, I'll so this is what I mean by it, is you've got to try and interpret it for parents. So for each year level, if we talk about the Akara, which we're going to get into in a second. Um, so Akara is the Australian curriculum. So on their website, which anyone can get to, it's not just for teachers, you can go into each year level, and I've just obviously gone into English, and it will give you a description of year 10 and basically tell you um, what they need to have done. And Akara kind of works like in year 9 you start it, by year 10 you finished it kind of idea. Um, and so the description is fairly easy to understand so for example this says students engage with a variety of in-text for enjoyment they interpret create evaluate discuss and perform a wide range of literary texts which sounds pretty easy but then it gets into in which the primary purpose is aesthetic as well as text designed to inform and persuade now if you say like for example my parents never finished high school they went back to uni later so if they had got this thing they'd be like well i don't you know, 100% know what we're talking about, but when you get down to the actual content descriptors, where is what we look at to make sure we've covered, um, 
you know, it says things like uh, understand people's evaluations were text or influenced by their value system, context, purpose, mode of communication. Which, if you put all those words separately, yeah, we all we all gonna know what they mean. But how do you separate? Or here's how my assignment that I've given you, your child to do, links to that content descriptor in an easy way for the parent to understand. This is what they've learned. Yeah, it's and it's tricky, and it's so interesting because more often than not. What the parent wants to know is if they've just like what their grade is, mm. what they've done, like how they did really they care do. About no, else. they don't need all of that extra language. But for some reason, you know, schools feel the need to put that in there. Yeah. To I guess to clarify and to like to make it clear, but in in doing that, they make it unclear. So yeah. it's really interesting. Um, you have to make sure that you in reports uh, include achievement levels for all learning areas, so every subject that the child undertakes, um, and you need to provide a professional assessment of the child's progress and achievement. Which is such a vague statement as well. Yeah. So most schools don't just give the grade. Yeah. They'll also give some version of like application and participation yeah. which again is not a necessity mm. but your kid could be getting a C which makes it look like oh they're doing okay but they're trying super hard to get that yeah. C or they could be like an A student but they don't actually engage in yeah. class they don't actually participate in the conversations they just are clever and just kind yeah. of sit so know, there's no legal it. requirement for that kind of thing but most schools do mm. um, so what are we really reporting on so if we focus on middle school but also um the Akara, which I just mentioned, goes from R for us reception. So from the very beginning all the way through to year 10. Um, and then obviously, depending on your school, so for example, the school that I work out, we do the PLP, which is the personal learning plan, which is a SACE subject. We do it in year 10. Um, and then SACE begins in year 11 and 12. There's other programs, which is the IB, but I'll let you talk about that, Mary, because I don't know a whole bunch about it. Yeah, so pretty much... Um the international baccalaureate um is you say that's so good i say it like baccalaureate <laughs> um that was me saying it with confidence but not really being all that confident um so the so i good. the iv is done by a lot of international schools so mm. mine's an international school um so we run the middle years program um from seven to year 10 and then they can do um they can do the senior years program of the same yep. same thing or they can choose to do SACE. So they can they can kind of go either pathway. Okay, so that's yeah. really cool. So yeah, you will probably be using quite a few acronyms like saying ACARA. Um, so ACARA stands for the Australian Curriculum Assessment and Reporting Authority. This is why we call it ACARA. <laughs> because that's too many words. Um, so that is what, unless you're doing the IB, for example, that we would be assessing students on all the way through three from R to 10. Um, and they have very set, like I was saying, descriptors um, and content that students need to know by the end of each year. Um, they kind of pair the years together almost like I was saying, like year 9 and 10. Year 9, you're beginning that. By year 10, you should be quite good at whatever the things are. Um, so that's what you're reporting on. And of course, we're just going to focus on middle ACARA. So you hear that a lot. And also SACE. Um, so SACE is the South Australian Certificate of Education. It also gets used in the Northern Territory as well. They do the SACE certificate. But then if you're in Victoria, they have the VCE yep. and then um, GSCE, as I want to say. It's one of the states we did. <laughs> um, but there's, you know, an equivalent in every yeah. state, essentially. Yeah, so Australian Curriculum Macara is 
every school unless they're doing the IB program um, all over the states so that's where it gets a little bit tricky is that a car is everybody but then when you get to year 11 and 12 each state has their own version yeah so I think at the moment they're looking at coming up with a like the car I think is expanding into year 11 12 mm. and so um but I don't know if that will then replace all of the individual yeah. states. So they haven't really kind of like come full circle with that yet. So that will be interesting. But yeah, so when we talk about states, we're only referring to um, the South Australian Certificate of Education. But yeah, each state has their kind of own equivalent. Mm. So what is ACARA? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> um, so essentially this... Um, this authority, this group, um, have created like a vision to in- to inspire improvement um, in learning of all young Australians um, through world class curriculum assessment and reporting. This is straight from their website, just by the by. Yeah. So um, essentially, what they wanted was because again, it was separated out and yep. different different states did different things. They wanted um, to make sure that pretty much every young person was getting the same skill set um, because it was so different and so they wanted to make sure particularly in things like I guess humanities where you can teach different versions of history yeah I know very much so that during my primary school education very whitewashed it was incredibly whitewashed so now they've they've changed it to um, include indigenous perspectives and for specific things to be part of Yep. that curriculum so making sure that there's like connections with asia because we're part of like Australasia, yep. asia and there's like lots of things that you have to look at and i think that's a really positive thing um to have a little bit more i guess i, I mean if if students move around from state to state there yeah you know there's well, equivalent. That's, that's the tricky thing so the yeah. car is for everybody so if you move from a school in year seven to another state in year seven they should be the same level the mark should be about the same so if you were passing and you to a new state should be passing that's the tricky thing when you move states in year 11 and 12 is there's different things so um we had a year 11 student move kind of like halfway through the semester he started in my class about three weeks into term two and he hasn't done the plp because he wasn't doing SACE, he was doing yeah. the other certificate. I can't remember i think he came from new south wales i can't remember but he didn't do plp so he is now can't get his SACE. Mm because it's different requirements because he was doing something else so yeah. the poor thing is now it's like oh my god what do i need to do there's so much stuff in my class i've had um four students start um so three of them started almost at the start of the year and then one started only this this term oh my god from overseas it's crazy it's so, so like different. completely different system yeah um so i think they were doing ib before but like I said, it changes in year 11. So then you mm. either choose to do exactly. SACE or continue on with IB. And yeah. they chose to do SACE. But now <laughs> it's it's slightly different. So it's really, really interesting um, because, yeah, you're coming from completely different systems, yeah. like uh, particularly so overseas. Thing, yeah, that's the good thing about a car. I mean, coming from overseas would be different. Still, that's the good thing about IB is like coming yeah. from overseas, if they went to an international school, which I know they did, um, they were doing IB. It would be the same. Yeah. Um, but it's just slightly different in terms of the way it's graded, um, slightly different in terms of like, I guess the focus for IB is looking at, you've got like an inquiry question and you're trying to like, I guess, use different phraseology and different, um, there's like a different focus. Yeah. Um, it's slightly more like aimed at, I guess, more independent learning. 
which you would have to do if you were flitting around from place yeah. to place yeah so i kind of i kind of like it in that way um but yeah it's it's interesting it's been a learning curve so basically overall for akara it outlines for each year level from one to ten what skills students must have and cover in each subject so that's what we're reporting on Mm -hmm. from for us middle school um you know but from one to ten so that makes the grading fine wonder we should do an episode on interpreting interpreting like the standards because they're crazy big but um so basically that's what we're reporting on so we have to report to ACARA that's part of the legal requirements that we have to have met those standards and by the time say for example United and 10 are grouped together so for the time they finish year 10 they've covered every single thing that is in that little two-year thing so uh, you might cover it more than once etc but that's what we're legally reporting on in their report for middle school um for SACE it is it's internationally recognized yeah um which is great um and it's obviously a secondary school qualification and according to the SACE website again I just trolled there we didn't really troll I guess because I wasn't being nasty but I went through their website to find the exact thing so their thing that what they say SACE is for is a qualification designed to equip you with skills knowledge and personal capabilities to successfully participate in our fast-paced global society so and again there's different things that you have to cover for each subject and obviously when you're in year 11 and 12 you are picking your subjects yeah but there are specific requirements that you have to get to fulfill to gain the say so yeah. um we're just going to give you a really quick outline because that's also what we're reporting on so you have to have yeah. done plp personal yeah. learning plan so mm-hmm. for example we did that in year 10 but you just have to finish it so mm-hmm. i think lots of schools do it most in, do it in 10 yeah. um then you have to do the research project which you've heard mary talk about <laughs> quite a bit <sighs> talk complain yes yeah, same difference i guess um, um so some schools do it at year 11 some do it at year 12 uh either is fine so this year i had i've got the 12s in semester one but then i've got 11s in semester uh, two um everyone keeps assuring me that semester two is much cruisier much easier okay. because the year 11s have to actually apply to do it at my school so it's not just a yeah come on everyone let's do it in year 11 yeah they have to apply which is what our our school does it's brutal um so they have to be getting a b standard or higher okay all their subjects so they're basically freeing them up in year 12 to have an extra subject but you have to i like that idea that's great i really really enjoy it so they go through a bit of a vetting process um they have to have a b standard they have to have good attendance all this stuff so that then you know that they're not going to like flake out on you yeah because like research project is a commitment and you've only you've only got like 20 weeks including holidays to smash through a lot so it's it's a really big we'll we'll probably do like a whole episode of the research project and it would just be 30 minutes of me crying followed by i'll be soothing her good job they're there they're there it's okay uh you also have to get 20 english credits yeah um now technically according to SACE, you can do those english credits in year 11 or year 12 Mm -hmm. most schools try to get it done in year 11 because you do semesters in year 11 yeah. but in year 12 you do whole year choices well yeah. lots of schools only give whole year choices yeah. um which means that in year 11 say you have to pass both semesters of english mm-hmm. um to get your credits and there's different english subjects that you can pick but you have to get a c grade or better in both to yeah. get your 20 english credits um and then there is the option say for example my school if you don't pass it in your 11 then you basically you're you're making yourself pick some sort of english in your 12 yeah. you have to get those 20 credits to pass yeah you also have to get 10 math credit yeah 
so one semester of maths yeah. usually in year 11 that you yeah. pass so they are the requirements um that you have to pick and then the rest is free choice yeah what do you want to do yeah um so when we report on year 11 and 12s or year 10s who are doing plp that's what we're reporting to and they again have their own they call them performance standards that you have to cover they have you have to tick off at least at least once if each of those performance standards by yeah. um well each semester if you're doing it in your 11 or over the course of the year yeah. and most teachers will try and give students the chance to tick off that performance standard in more than one task so yeah. that if you stuff it up once you've still got another chance yeah um so uh every school kind of has their own way of reporting um they've got different systems but like we said there's a legal requirement so all have you know the grade of some description so whether that be a to e for um our you know like a car our car standards um and then in year 12 we have the plus or minus on the a to e scale this makes me cranky that we only put it in there but we'll talk about it later um and then for ib the scale is zero to eight yes i want to hear all about this because we're going to talk about what those mean in a second um yeah so there's some version of the number scale across certain strands um and then there's usually some kind of application and participation grade Mm. um we have had like multiple changes in reporting systems so there was a time we had to do a a comment for every single student that was literally the worst but they couldn't be the same if you copy and pasted them you got in trouble oh i copy and pasted all the time but i I would change enough things that they didn't look 100 percent like i'm sorry how many times can i say if your kid's getting a c grade and you've got multiple c like how many times can i say that they're satisfactory yeah in a different way without satisfactorily satisfactory you know they are averagely average they are generally able to (laughs) you know there's only so many the comments were like Mm -hmm. uh we don't have to do comments anymore does your school do comments no no so i think there was a time when back in my day uh when i first started teaching that basically every school you did a comment for every single student for every single subject that you taught um and they would have different requirements and and basically you were putting the language of say akara which didn't exist when i first started but you would be putting that language into your comment but Mm -hmm. trying to make it accessible to the parent Mm -hmm. so for example when the school that i'm at decided to take out comments they basically like okay well we will put in a subject descriptor at the top of the kids report so say you get a page for english a page for math at the top they'd be like in year 10 english this is what we cover this is like basically it's what i was kind of reading out from a car like they have to be out of blah 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 um and we kind of put that language up the top so there was a general thing so you didn't you were saying basically they got an a b c d e they were able to do or not do those things um without the comment because the comments we were saying before like most parents don't really care about the comment they just want to see the grade so we're putting in all this effort and like if you have 28 30 kids in a class those comments are brutal and you also most schools kind of will have a rule where you have to be constructive and positive yeah so if you have a student who is in the is failing Mm -hmm because they don't put in any effort or maybe they're away a lot or maybe they picked a subject they shouldn't have picked especially say in year 11 or year 12 how do you positively without criticizing them Mm -hmm. which is a rule that a lot of schools have like you need to be positive how do i put that in a comment 
Mm. How are you constructive? Yeah. How are you constructive in your feedback when they're failing? When little Johnny is not not trying and they're not there. Yeah, not trying and is away and puts his head down on the desk and disrupts people and is really naughty. There's how do you say that in a positive way? Johnny is sometimes present in my class. Both physically and sometimes mentally. mentally. And he is attempting to learn to engage with class time effectively. Yeah. Which yeah. basically is saying your kid doesn't do any work and he disrupts everybody. <laughs> but you won't allow to say that. Um, so they were really, really time consuming yeah. and that the report writing process, like people would be starting to write comments, you know, um, at the beginning of the term when the report wasn't due to the end because otherwise you couldn't get them all done. Right. But you don't necessarily have anything to report on yet, really. Yep. So you're just kind of going, just another like that last term. So they'll probably be the same. Um, yeah, so I'm glad that there's no comments now. Yeah, but same. it does make it, like I was saying, really important that you there's no shocks for parents. So yeah. if little Johnny is being a bit of a douche canoe who doesn't do any work in class, then I would have made contact with Johnny's family, guardians, whoever, yep. to say he's not putting in any effort. Mm-hmm. I'm concerned he's going to fail because he's not doing anything. You know, what can we do to support him? So it just makes that contact home with parents even more important. Yeah, exactly. Um, because otherwise, you know, there's no comment there trying to explain it. So I should have made contact several times home being like, Johnny's being a bit of a dick. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is something that I found interesting and this is kind of related to that in terms of, you know, when we are assigning the grades for an, each assessment and you know i know you do the same thing where you copy and paste a like a comment at the bottom yeah like so that parents can see it yeah the student can see it it's all digital it's all online um we have like a similar system where i can do that as well and a student came in the other day and was like oh miss um you know like oh, hey miss thank, th- yeah hey miss um thanks for the a minus and i was like well thanks for doing the work to a good standard yeah he was like oh i didn't even realize that you put the grades up i got home and mum was like good job on the a minus on english <laughs> and i was like oh, i love that because his mum is like so like like keeps up yeah with she it. definitely keeps up with it like she noticed there was no grade hovering in that box for yonks she was like what hasn't he done and i was like he just hasn't done the recording like i yeah. know that it will be in the a band he just needs to record it and she's like i'll get on him tonight I was, yeah i think that's so a fun. really cool thing about these online systems if parents choose to engage, they yeah. there's no surprises like, oh, they got to see, oh, they got to be. Yeah. And when we say copy and paste comments, not like I was joking about with the comments we no, have no. to write for reports, like on the task sheet, I'll write a comment for yeah. the student and then I upload it onto, say, for sector for me or day map for you. Yeah. Um, so also the student can see that comment, so can their parents. Yeah. So, um, and I quite often, uh, I'm very, I'm, some of my comments are quite long, especially if the student has, say, if they've tried really hard and not done well mm. was like here's what you did really well here are the things that you haven't done yeah. I was trying to always try to start with the positive and then end with the negative yeah. like these are the things you tried to do however you also didn't do any of these things yeah I try to do the same thing so um yeah it's I think I find that really useful particularly yeah. when it comes to then like reports time this like like we've said there's no shocks nothing's really all that surprising um because like the parents have had a heads up all yeah. the way through um yeah so yeah I mean yeah as long as you keep up with your admin there shouldn't be any shock sometimes like it's really difficult if so sector uses a direct message format so you don't necessarily have to call every time um like if I'm really if a kid like fails one assignment I might not call home I'll just send home the direct message
message or email or whatever and I also select it so the kid can see it too so they know their parents have that so that because I would hate to get ambushed walking home your teacher said you failed this assignment you know you failed it because they would have seen the thing mm-hmm. like oh crap she's already sent it home like oh I, I, I want them to know that their parents know so yeah. they go home too I know they know we all know everybody knows um so that makes it a lot easier but I would still if that became like a repetitive pattern I would still call up anyway and be like this is the second D or the third D or whatever um this is what yeah this is what I've noticed in class no effort the homework's not happening like I've sent home all this like communication whatever and just make touch base but um so what does each grade band mean now i'm going to start with the easy ones because yours is super complicated and you can no, you can explain fine. it makes sense so you have the a to e band right so e is <laughs> e is like either exceptionally bad yeah it's really bad um i would i would imagine that an e is usually for me a kid has not completed the whole assignment yep. they've given you like a paragraph let's say i'm going to stick with your 11 year 12 right so yep. year 11 is like 800 year 12 is around about a thousand words ish mm-hmm. if i'm giving an e to 11 and 12 that probably means that they've given me like a paragraph out of a thousand words yeah um or yeah like something basically like that it would have to be if they had finished the whole assignment at an e level it would have to be something that basically didn't make sense it would have to be ape turd smeared across a page yeah like otherwise it would probably be so e is basically like they've basically put in absolutely no effort they haven't finished it they've given you like a third of what you're looking for um pretty much so in SACE there's an n grade which is a zero basically means n stands for non-submission so an e grade does not mean they've given you nothing it means they've given you like a sentence yeah it's basically nothing (laughs) but they've gone oh here's my paragraph so i don't get a zero there's um i i you have a zero in yours i think don't you uh for ib yes Yes. so there's no such thing as a zero there's an n um a lot of schools then if you go by the akara standard so my school has put in an n even for the akara standard because you're like you can't if you've done if you've done nothing you can't give an e because e recognizes there's been some attempt at some kind of learning yeah whereas if you've done nothing there is no attempt yeah there's no attempt you've literally got nothing to assess and e is like you've made an attempt but you probably haven't finished it and Mm -hmm. it's all shit wiped across the page basically yeah d is like you're under the passing level but you've made an attempt at it so usually finished or half finished or three quarters finished um that would probably be a d as well because you're not going to get a c grade if you've still only given me half of the assignment because you haven't shown enough knowledge and understanding um or you maybe you've misinterpreted the question or it could be um i can see you've understood the text but you haven't actually addressed the essay question you've chosen or you've done something silly like it's so badly written it's hard to understand what you're saying or you haven't put quotes in etc so there's been an attempt at learning um and there might even be like you know you can kind of see they know what they're talking about but they haven't answered the question so that's kind of what it is or it's not passable a c the easy way to do it is people think c's are bad but what it means is it's satisfactory Mm. it means that you've demonstrated the required knowledge and understanding of whatever that task was like yes i know what i'm doing Mm -hmm. And I do the same thing with my uni degree. They say like, P's get degrees, P's are pass, right? And I was like, no, I need something better. But it just means that you've demonstrated satisfactory knowledge to pass the task. Yeah. It's not amazing. It's average. Yeah. It's satisfactory. You're the average grade mm-hmm. of most people. Mm-hmm. Um, and it used to be people would be like, a C grade is like, that's the level you're supposed to be at for that year. And if people go, oh, if you're a B, you're like six months ahead. If you're an A, you're like 12 months ahead. It's not necessarily true. No. 
anymore. It's sometimes an easy way for people to kind of understand the grades. Mm. A B is like, you're not showing satisfactory knowledge, you're showing the next step up. So you've got to, let's say, use the word good. Mm. They say sound in the same yeah. standards. It's a sound level. So it's better than average. Um, it means that they're not just regurgitating back what the teacher has said. They've gone looking for something. Or how about, is this a good example of that? Oh, yeah, that's really good. I didn't mention that. Well done. Chuck that in there. Um, maybe their fluency is better. They've got more sophisticated vocab. They've looked a little bit, obviously, still focusing on English, looking at the text in a little bit more depth than you've. Because we'll give them enough to get a C, but those B and A band kids are the kids who go looking for things and examples that you haven't given them. Mm-hmm. And that's basically the difference, again, between a B and an A. And A is like, perceptive insightful mm-hmm. really detailed where they've gone looking for things that you haven't told them i think in the woman in black episode i mentioned that a student had been like oh she talked about dichotomy in this scene which i'd never mentioned like oh all the furniture is really dark but you don't actually see the dark furniture until the little girls jump out of the window it sounds like a terrible text go listen to the, <laughs> go listen to the episode but you're like oh you don't see all this dark furniture until they jump out the window and then you notice that this bright so-called bright room is tinged with darkness mm. it's like foreshadowing well i never told her that mm. and it doesn't even really matter if that's what the director intended on doing but she gave she made a statement she backed it all up and mm. she gave an explanation that's insightful yeah that's a level yeah and that's the difference a level is like they've gone looking for things that that you haven't done so um but when you're doing a math test for example an a would be a percentage yeah. like 97 percent. that doesn't really work in english english is all performance standards and stuff so yeah it will be different for subjects obviously we're sticking to english that we know yeah um but the ib i'm going to hand over to mary because i don't know how to do it um pretty much the same idea except instead of like this a to e scale the scale is like zero to eight like eight is exceptional phenomenal like is a beyond like isn't beyond an A plus. Okay. Um, whereas so seven, you wouldn't get se- very many of those. No. no. So generally, if a student's like an A plus student, there'll be a seven. Okay. So I found that confusing when I first started because I was right. like, why give an eight an opportunity to give eight when the Basically max is seven? <laughs> yeah, your face tells me yeah. everything I need to know because that's exactly that's what my perfect. face looked like. That is very confusing. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So basically, unless they're like a uni student doing a year nine assignment you're not going to get an eight i've given like one okay okay for one assignment on one portion of it right so not an overall eight. no so that they got a like seven and an eight of. yeah so okay. they got like a seven and an eight which Crazy. just kind of averaged out to a seven um yeah i know yeah <laughs> i love it same though um so it's essentially like like i said eight is like beyond seven is like your a plus yeah is like you know you've you've done really really well a six is still in the a band still okay. very good um five is a b four okay. is a c oh we jumped quite a bit yeah it mm-hmm. okay so six this seven is, and eight this are is, like a bands this is above. where it started hurting my brain because i was like but the numbers don't correspond with percentages or anything no and like my maths my poor little maths brain was just you like you need a percentage no but yeah. <laughs> so it just didn't work for me in my little brain. Um, a three is a C minus. Okay, so that number is a specific grade. Yeah. So a four is the well, whole roughly, C band. Well, roughly. Okay. Um, but four is like the whole of the C band, and three is just like a C minus. Mm-hmm. Okay, love it. Mm. Continue. Um, two is roughly a D, and then one is roughly an E. So like this okay. was this was like the 
the thing that like the um, middle school leader sent to us because I I realized that Mary's showing me a little image sorry, by the way yeah, that you guys table. can't see um, because I, I had found it really confusing yeah. because the actual like in terms of English we're looking at like four different strands. So, you know, there's like creating, there's organizing text, there's yeah. analyzing text, and then there's use of language. Mm-hmm. And then within each of those, you can get a number grade from like right. one through to eight. Okay. Um, and so each of them are coupled together though. So yeah, you've got like one and two, a, t- a three to four, a, f- a five to six, a seven to eight. So you then highlight like which section of that there okay they are um so it's a it was a little bit confusing but like i feel like i've somewhat got my head around it now you would hope so because it's been five months um but it's just yeah it's just a different way of grading um it's it's interesting i find it very interesting because it is it's different so at the end of the term slash semester so for example when you select a marks book or any marks book oh this kid's got three a's and two b's they get we would say like an A minus overall, but that an A. Because mm-hmm. minuses and pluses don't exist until year 12, which is the bane of my existence, but whatever. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so if they've got, let's say they're average, they've got two fours, a five, and a six. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they essentially, for each of the strands, will get a number grade. Okay. So for like the, and this is what's stupid, is that it's like strand A is analyzing, strand B is organizing, strand C. So they've got A, B, C, D strands, but then we go numbers for the actual grades. Okay, that makes me angry. Yeah. So it will say like A and then four. B. Right. Sounds like you're playing Battleship with me right now. Yeah. I, I might be. Maybe we're playing Battleship. You didn't realise. I didn't know. I, I just suck your Battleship. No. So Do I take a shot? Suck it. I'm going to go So, yeah, it's... Um, and then it's just an average out of all of those. Okay. So yeah. you get one for each of the strands and then you get an overall yeah. number grade. Yep. Yeah. Okay. But no point fives. Oh, okay. So there's no... So... Oh. Okay. <laughs> so if you've had like... Don't ask me any more questions. So if you've got like <laughs> a four, a five, a six, and a seven... Uh-huh. What you can't have a five and a half or no. whatever. So what would you get? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's above my pay grade. No, like legitimately, there's like it's part of the system where it just kind of like actually goes through, and um, and does all of that for you. So okay. Like, oh, so it's like automated. Yeah, it's automated. Okay. So like I've put in all of my numbers and it works it out for you. Okay. Yeah. As, long, will, as, as long as as long as I like most people are generally like within the same kind of band hey i see some sevens in there yeah see that one kid that got an eight for that one whole oh, no, kid. wait no there haha one whole kid got an eight yep yeah. that's a thing that happened once that one time that one time that one time that one kid did so good so i mean and the other tricky thing besides that system sounds like it would melt my brain a little bit but we talked about application and participation and each school can do their own version of those and you can have as many or as few or none mm-hmm. that you want. Mm-hmm. So, it, so for example, using the school that we were at together as an example at first, and I can't remember what they used to be, but there was only like three or four of them. Like mm-hmm. they're punctual. Um, they say, let's say they wore their uniform one time if you're doing like a kinship one. Mm-hmm. Um, respect. And I can't remember what the other one was. And people were kind of like, that doesn't really cover everything. And if I'm in a subject, what do I care about their uniform? Kind yeah. of thing. 
So then, then they change them like, okay. And then now there's like eight or nine of them. Um, and some of them include things like demonstrates critical and creative thinking. Um, there'll be another one that's like punctual. Mm-hmm. And then there's another one that's like... Um, submits tasks on time. Yeah, like submits work on time and all this kind of stuff. Like, uses feedback effectively. Yeah, so uh, all this kind of thing. Shows respect for others, cooperates with others, etc, etc. And um, then you're like, okay, well, do I just tick yes or no? Which is sometime, you know, but that's always not... Some kids will be good at one thing, not good at another. So you have to give a grade for every single one. But then also sometimes they'll do it and sometimes they won't do it. So they're like, okay, how will we grade? So do we grade A to E? Zero to eight, like whatever. <laughs> um, which you would think, be okay, like A is like you do it all the time. C is like, yeah, you're, you're fine at it. D is, yeah, you're a bit of a douche. And E is like, you're a bit of a wang or like whatever, let's be honest. No, no, no. Mm-mm. We have different X's. Have X is like excellent. G is good, satisfactory, emerging, and uh, and, and it's like not evidence. Yeah, like no evidence kind of thing. And you do that for each kid, but I think there's like nine things. So like, I'm not saying this is a bad thing. It sounds like I'm complaining, and it does give it means you don't have to do a comment, which is great. And it does show like if a kid, you know, maybe they're sitting on an A, but they never submit their work on time. So their parents were like, oh, I've got an A, but how come this does give her an E? Oh, I always hand it in late. Oh, I never hand in the draft and then I only hand in the good copy. Mm-hmm. Like um, some parents probably don't even look at those, to yeah. be honest, I would imagine. But my mom was the type of person who would almost like, because I got straight A's a lot of the way through school. So she'd be like, yeah, cool, you got A's. Never for PE. <laughs> <Same>. <laughs> that, was like, that was like my C grade subject. Unless it was netball and then I was super in, but. Theory, A. Practical, yes, C. Yeah, yeah, same. Averaged out to a B. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, my mum would, like, be like, oh, yeah, cool. Just check, make sure there's no surprises. Then she'd look at those. I think it was comments when I was at school. But she would look at that, like, and, you know, my mum would look at what, why don't you submit a draft? Well, I'm still getting an A. So, you know, um, I feel like, I think a lot of teachers feel like a lot of parents don't look at that. Mm. Um, And so I think that's why we've moved away from comments because they want to know the grade. And if there's, like, a like you kids are being a dick in class and chucking chairs across, well, you would have made a phone call home anyway. So that... You know, it, it's kind of like... Um, if there was an extreme, you would know. You yeah. would have been called into a meeting. Yeah. If this was like across the board, every yeah. subject, you would know. I filled in a report for a kid who's failing. And I'm always like... And when a kid's failing in my class, I always do a little bit of stalking academically and see if it's just my class or if it's across the board. Yeah. Um, and if it's just my class, then it's not like I don't take it seriously. I'm like, okay, well, why is it just me? Do they have a lot of trouble with English? Is there someone in my class they're not comfortable with? Is it my teaching style? They're scared to ask me for help. Like, what's the, what's the issue? Yeah. Um, and that would probably be me making almost constant contact home, probably annoying amounts of contact home. If it's across the board and I'm then filling in that application or participation like come yeah. here submit to work on time e yeah. <laughs> you know um that's not going to be a shock because that's across the board yeah um it's quite it's quite tricky i think the other thing people don't realize is that reports are time consuming yes um so Filling yeah in all of those little check boxes for every yeah. single student across it takes every a long single time. thing yeah and especially at the moment with covid happening oh, so it's kind of like okay well you have to have so my reports had to be my marks book had to be finalized by the end of week eight term doesn't finish till the end of week 10 mm. so okay date out. Thank God. Oh, well it was like have or have your marks books finalized by week eight which is all good except out of your tank get away with covid their last assignment was due the wednesday of that week eight he was away for covid he didn't get back till the friday so um and he's like a 
cherub so he was like here it is i'm so sorry blah 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 but you also have kids who aren't like that well i can't just give you an m because you had covid yeah so i've got to wait for my marks book and you have that panic of hey english coordinator or whoever like i'm so sorry this isn't finished because blah I'm waiting for this one piece of work, this one kid, I've still got to call home because they're like, you know, maybe that one piece of work is either going to pass or fail then. Yep. And so you're waiting, you're like, okay, so if I get it and it's failed, I've got to make contact to them and be like, now they're going to fail English because of this or whatever. So, and it's also that no surprises thing. So if they've passed in, so most schools will do three or four pieces of work per semester-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, so if they've failed everything, have I sent home and I like I'm really anal retentive about it, but like I send home the note as soon as they do pass it in, as soon as they fail. But um, some people are like, oh crap, you realise, oh like that kid was away with COVID, but then I gave an extension, they didn't do it, and holy crap, I haven't made contact home. I have to, you know, cover all my bases before I can send it away. That's the thing. It's like I'm still waiting on this one piece of work from a student, but she's been in India for the last month, what do you and do? she yeah. just sent me a message, like literally just before, saying like, "I'm sorry, I've just gone back to Adelaide. I didn't have access to internet like we thought I would. Um, I would yeah. send it straight through." Like, you know, what can you do? About you kind of just gotta like, I, I can't fail her because she it's it's outside of her control. Yeah. But also couldn't call home because her whole family went. Mm. Like. That's also really interesting because part of the report process, if you teach year 11 and 12, at the end of semester for year 11s, you have to upload an official SACE grade. Mm -hmm. So not only are you doing your school reports, you've also got to go and do a SACE report, which is, thank goodness, just like you go into the SACE website, you click on your class list and you go through and you already have the grades obviously because you haven't been checking that's another thing there's a process you've got to send it to the principal's delegate they've got to check it if there's a kid who's failed they then go back to your marks book or wherever have you followed the process so that everybody know they probably would already know that kid was failing anyway have you followed the process are the parents aware so it's, it's a, a whole thing oh yeah whole thing yeah and then if you're teaching your 12 yeah um, and you get to the externals that's like another little mini report you have to do and yep. that will happen they're about term three they have to be in by um and that's like an extra little mini report in yep. the in the middle of the year that has to be done by a certain day and so school reports you can push out mm. or you could be like oh we've decided this year nine kid was away with covid they missed a whole unit we're just going to leave it blank yeah i'm just going to not put in the grade in your 11 and 12 you can't do that you have to get special permission from SACE or special permission from the delegate so there's reports are a time-consuming process obviously a necessary process for parents um but yeah and depending on how organized you are I think depends on how stressful but you can be as organized as you want and still be like yeah but you're the most organized person I know right but <laughs> if you were like saying like, I'm waiting for this one student to come back you can't do anything about that you still have just to just hover just hanging you're just waiting like I'm ready to go except this one thing I, I'm so close. I'm so close. My worst thing is doing the kinship. Yeah. Like school values grades, which mm-hmm. is all those things I kind of listed out, but just for that half an hour of admin a day. What? And they're not bad. They're not hard. I just 
always forget, <laughs> always forget about them. Like I realized the other day, I was like, oh, I haven't done them. I was like, I'm so organized this year. I'm bam, 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 I'm done. <laughs> They've scrapped them for my school. Thank God. Oh, so I'm like, jelly. Amen. Uh, thank you and good night. Because it's just it's been hard with COVID and stuff like that. Yeah. Like with my year twelves, um, in the first term, they were running out of teachers so badly that they were just home studying for that like half an hour in the morning. Um, so how can you mark them? You can't you mark them, them on not actually being there. So yeah, and it's just one of those things of like it's just another thing that we need to do yeah. that doesn't really doesn't add a hell of a lot. Like no. it's not a subject. That's what the parents want to know is about the subject stuff. About the subject. That and then like the uniform whatever. and all that sort of stuff. More often than not, the parent knows. Like. Mm. You've sent them to school in the wrong uniform. Like I mean, yeah, it's hilarious. Like, um, private schools take uniforms so seriously. But then it's the same. Like, I have this one kid. He's in year nine. And he comes <laughs> to school. I have them for a double lesson in the morning one day a week. And I get the same message from his parent every week. It'll be like, miss the wash. Um, didn't want to wear it today. That was, well, that was my favorite. Just didn't want to wear it today. I gave him permission to not wear it. So I don't have to do his uniform thing. Thank goodness. Because he's not my kinship. He's just my English class. But if I was his kinship teacher and his parents are giving him permission to not wear the uniform, then I can't really be like, one of those like meets the school expectations about uniform and stuff. Well, he's not, but he's also his dad saying that it's fine. So what, like, what do I do? One was like, is not wearing it for the rest of the term because she says it's too uncomfortable. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't disagree, but yeah. But like, like, what do you what do you do with that? You're like, okay, well, mum's given her, mum's saying no, so that's above my pay grade. But what that goes to somebody else mm-hmm. to deal with. But what do I do, mark wise? I'm yeah. quotation marks because like it's not really a mark, but like. And that's Whatever. the thing. Again, it comes down to that whole, this is all based on professional judgment. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, that but, can vary. But basically, if you're a teacher, you will understand our... Like, it's it's part of the job. So uh, we're not... Yeah. We're, we're not complaining because we don't need to do them. It's just, like, I don't think people realise, like, how intense report... I don't suppose it's not really report writing anymore because you're not doing a comment. But mm. reports can be because it's that finalizing of that kid you've been chasing for three weeks and you don't really want to give them an N or a zero because you know whatever and I'm a lot harsher kind of I'm just like you don't hand it in the, the thing is you don't hand it in you get an N mm. and I'm pretty harsh but then the kids have COVID mm. you go to wait or there's something happening at home yeah. that you know about you go to wait so it can be quite stressful um and kids get stressed out about report time as well because even if they know they're not doing well maybe they're hoping that but then seeing it in front of their eyeballs mm. is a different thing i don't care about the subject i hate you and i hate english and blah 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 and then you're like cool we're well, getting a d <laughs> mm-hmm. like so you can be full-on if you're not a teacher if you're a parent and you get a report like it's not just a click in you know whatever because i mean i know mary is the same but i care about the kids in my class and when they're yeah. not doing well i've if i'm putting that d in i'm not just like oh this kid's crap i sometimes and I it's, and it's not just like putting yeah and it's not just putting a grade in this has been like the months like leading up yeah. to that grade you yeah. know trying to sit down with that student trying to work with, with them like trying to like seeing, meeting them after school and after school study to try Lunch and, time to try and get yeah. them through. So it's like there's this whole process behind it, yeah. um, behind that letter grade. And but it's just, eventually, there's a due date. Yeah, eventually you've got to cut it off. Yeah. 
So yeah, reports can be really intense. And if you are a parent, I really encourage you to look at, if you do have a comment, actually read the comment. Mm-hmm. Um, because we try to sneak vital information in there about how your kid is in class or if they have like an application or participation grade. Don't just go, oh, there's an A, actually look at that grade too because maybe they're an A student who's not even trying. And yeah. then that, that was me. And then I got tier 11 and 12 and suddenly I had to put an F in and my grades dropped because I hadn't had to try hard before. That was the opposite. <laughs> I did the other way. I was like, I got A's. I'm fine. Oh crap, this is hard. I, <laughs> I was doing. I was. I was working super, super hard to get A's, and then Year Twelve, I just struggled so hardcore. I think yeah. I ended up on two A's, two B's, and two C's, which was just unheard of for me. Like yeah. I was all A's in Year Eleven, and me too. And I then Year dropped. Twelve, it was so hard. Yeah, I fell on my ass. Crazy. But yeah, um, look at the comments. Look at those application and participation grades as well, and. Um, yeah, if you're if there is a unwelcome shock in there and you literally haven't heard, then that would be something I would be taking up with the school or the teacher, I guess. Like, yeah. you know, why haven't I heard anything? And, but um, yeah, keep in contact. But yay, I think I'm done. I had one kid who mm-hmm. had like, I was like, this is your last chance. Ah, oh, I've chased you for ages. Blah blah blah. If it's not in by three fifteen, he still hasn't done it. So I have to send home the note, and that was my last thing I was waiting for because it was a podcast, and he decided to just give me the script. I was like, have you recorded? No. Well, you need to because it's oral. I don't want to. I'm like, well, you're gonna do. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, that kills me. It's like. Come on, just record it. It will take five minutes. That Not was even my that. last thing. I was so frustrated. That is so annoying. That's so annoying. Anyway, that I think that's about it. Yes. Okay. Class dismissed. Bye. Bye.